you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you are an entrepreneur a small business owner, or even if you have a side gig, let me introduce you to Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number. That way you can run your business from anywhere and respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps. Greg, with Courts of Thunder taking off the website, you might need some Grasshopper action, young entrepreneur that you are. Anyway, Grasshopper, sign up today. Go to grasshopper.com slash around to get $20 off your first month. That's grasshopper.com slash around. And while we are here, oh, my God, the future is coming. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. Squarespace makes makes it easier to turn your idea into a unique. Skeletor's mother. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content. Even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products. By the way, it was website is what we were looking for, website. Using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code around to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, baby. The Around the NFL podcast is working on another quarterbanger. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a hotel suite filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Beautiful sea breeze rolling in on us as we the speak. The first podcast. Well, not a sea breeze, but we've ever taped with with a big backing <laughs> and a beautiful 
lake. Puddle breeze. Like a, a lake. the sea is the ocean. Are we ocean. not near the sea? It's I, a lake I just, breeze. I know we're in Florida. That's all I know. Like the sea landlocked. is, unless I'm incorrect, the sea is the ocean. I've done so little research on where Orlando is in Florida. I'm sure you are correct. I went I went running around this area, and there's a lot of like Central happy Florida. lakes, valley lakes, like little communities where there's some lakes in the middle. Man-made. Man-made lakes. Uh, yes, here we are at the... Uh, NFL's annual meeting, also known as the owners' meetings, uh, coming live from Room 105 here at the beautiful Ritz. Oh, classy. Mama, you'd be proud of me. I talked to her today. She is proud of me. So well, we, cool. we, We're staying at the JW, which is right next door. Not necessary to point that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lindsay Fulton, our producer, not even staying on the grounds, uh, and she's working through that emotionally. Unfair. We're actually camping out at the KOA campgrounds. We got a tent. <laughs> I can't wait until you can buy this place. One oh day. yeah! <laughs> oh, that's With all true. that Bitcoin. Oh, you'll have your revenge. Cash in that Bitcoin, millions of dollars. Very uh, well in- invested. So this is great. We we have a very interesting and different show today, uh, Monday, and we will have another show coming at you Tuesday uh, from uh, from the owners' meetings, and then another show later in the week on Thursday. But uh, you're going to hear from a lot of superstars, superstars like. Oh, yeah, Matt Nagy? Did I mention Mr. Orchard Park hero, Frank Reich? Oh! And don't you forget, don't you dare forget, Adam Gase. <laughs> Anybody else today? That's that's today's slate, right? I think today. it's a pretty full slate yeah, today. Yeah, so you're going to... Yeah, the the ahead, little man. intro to the show is a quarter banger. This is a double banger. This show and tomorrow's show. This, gonna, this is quarter banger. This is a heavy duty banger. I would I would call it. So yeah, we were staying at a beautiful resort, and uh, you know, there's pool time. There's some nice restaurants. We went to a nice Italian restaurant last night, and uh, we'll be meeting up with some NFL media colleagues. Uh, uh, tomorrow's show, you'll hear from Rap Sheet. He'll be back with some whispers and some more coaches and GM. So big, heavy show, uh, a, a banger, a double banger coming up. <laughs> Who's excited? Mark, you excited? I am very excited. It is an incredible scene. When you it's, it, honestly, when we were walking around today, I walked away from you guys. Went to a restaurant. Went back to my room. Matt, Patricia. Doug Peterson, Saul Rapsheet, and Albert Breer, and a bunch of others. Every every four or five feet, there's some sort of luminary. There's wags floating around all over the place. It's quite a scene. It's the only place you'll see families, you know, of like an owner, general manager playing football, football out on the lawn. Like, yeah, that's just not something you would normally. I saw see. one coach yelling at his kids in the in the pool here, like, "Get out of the water! Get out of the water!" <laughs> I can't tell you who it was. Uh, also, yeah, the the stars are everywhere. The stars are out. Um, when we we just had a a, a lunch at a comically uh, hipsterized uh, eatery that we won't say where that is either, but it was not it was a regrettable meal. And here here I see Mike Tarico strolling through the restaurant. I almost stopped. I almost said, "Hey, we're the podcast that's been clogging your mentions for about a year straight. Uh, I'm a big fan. Can I get a picture?" But I chickened out. And I oh, regret that, it. You know, I, the one other owner's meeting that I came to, there was a, a media party, and Tariko was holding court the entire time. I thought, yeah. if only Not Dan could be here. You can meet him on a more even level. I mean, you're a host. He's a host. You don't need to be taking pictures. Oh, that's what you should be saying when you walk up to him. You're a host. I'm a host. 
It might is. have been your only shot, though. I, I, it could have been. Sometimes you got to you swing for the fences on those situations. So there you go. We're gonna, a big show. You're going to hear our uh, conversation starting with the new coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy. And we get to that right away uh, and, and, and get to the bottom of the pronunciation saga that has gripped the nation since January. All right, let's let's listen in around the NFL podcast from the owners meetings. All right, here we are, room 105, the new head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy. What's mm. up, Matt? <laughs> How you guys doing? Doing yeah, good. Great. Good. How are you? Welcome good. to the are you cool with your intro music? Oh, yeah, I like it. That's yeah. sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> but you try to pick something out for each coach that really speaks to his personality. So that's what he chose for you. Little EDM. Yeah. Um, this is why you don't trust Wikipedia. Like, the first thing in your line was, huge fan of electronic dance music. <laughs> um, right off the top, and I know this has come, come up, but I want us to be, like, the source for the knowledge here. The buck stops here. Nagy v. Nagy. Both. Okay, I got to hold your feet to the fire here a little bit, Matt, (laughs) because there has to be one way someone in your bloodline would be upset, right? If it wasn't pronounced the way that at some point it was deemed one way or the other, right? What does your family say? Well, they'll say both. Okay. It's kind of fascinating. You weren't ready for that one, weren't you? (laughs) High school school was naggy. College was naggy. Right. So I, my name's Hansus, but everyone in the office for seven years calls me Hanzus, and I just stopped correcting people. That's it. So maybe it's a That's similar it. thing. Well, we, we've, okay. we've struggled with this. We've talked about it because we, we need to pick one and stick to it as a podcast. So at least would you like. Yeah, go with Nagy. Nagy. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Okay, right. there you go. That's settled. <laughs> Listen up, society. All right. How, how has it been so far? We were talking about right before we started. The coach's picture is coming up later, and that we love the coach's picture every year. I feel like I've written about it on NFL.com several times. It's just a fascinating artifact of the times. That's almost, to me, like the moment a new head coach arrives is when you're in that picture. Any nerves about that? No, <laughs> no nerves. Uh, <laughs> just excited to see the uh, what kind of Tommy Bahama shirt Coach Reed's going to be wearing. You know, it's, uh, I've, uh, I've grown up through the years here being able to see that picture. Um, over time and it's funny going back just again being close with Brad Childress as well who's been in those pictures and and uh, it, it's it's intriguing getting to see some of the hair loss that goes on for these <laughs> coaches that actually make it and and that but no it'll be it'll be exciting and 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 in all honesty it'll be fun to be able to be in that picture for the right. first time and and pretty pretty uh pretty special day for me has there been kind of a moment you know since you got the job that you sort of said to yourself, like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm a head coach. This is real. You know what? There, there, there is. Besides and, right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, in the mornings in my office, right when that sun, sun is rising and you just kind of look out there on the practice field and it's quiet and, and uh, no, you know, no one's been into your office yet to kind of bother you or, or mm. need something. And you kind of sit right there and you take it all in and you realize where you're at and, and uh, you know, the Chicago Bears and, and, before that, in the morning, when you're walking in and you see that statue of George S. Hallis uh, pointing, and uh, just the the history and the tradition that goes along with this team is is uh, is really cool. And f- so for me, that that'll never stop. Mm. And you know, the Bears for I mean, for a long time, I think their fan base 
has struggled with a pretty unwatchable offense. It's just been it's for as long as we've been doing our show, it's been hard to talk about the Bears offense. Not the most exciting team in recent years. No, but yeah. a, it seems like you guys are creating a lot of change. I just look at what you've done around Mitchell Trubisky when you're adding some wide receiver help. Have you looked at teams like the Eagles, uh, maybe like the Rams, as a as sort of a blueprint on how you want to build around your quarterback? Or do you come in with your own total idea when you add a Taylor Gabriel players around Mitchell Trubisky what, what's the philosophy on what you wanted to do this offseason well it's a good question I mean it, it's easy to say that that's the direction we're going to go because there's so many similarities you know between those teams and between what we have with the young quarterback and offensive minded co- head coach uh, but at the same time we want to make this our own team which, which is which we're, we're going to do but you know Doug's done a great job in Philadelphia and and uh, just to see what he did and how how that came to fruition this year uh, the injuries, the adversity, that, that's the biggest thing is that team went through a lot of adversity. And so they stuck together as a group of, group of guys, as an organization that believed in one another. And to me, coming into this, this role for the first time, is, is that, that's where it starts, is inevitably something bad is going to happen. You're going to lose some games. You're going to drop some footballs. You're going you're, you're to go on a, on, a, uh, on, a, on a streak that you don't want to be on, whether it is losing a game or whether it's losing your quarterback. And how do you stick together? They did that, and they won the Super Bowl. So that's kind of the blueprint that, that mm-hmm. we want to focus with in Chicago. And, and Mitch Trubisky came into the league, just 13 college starts, got – some work last year. What it, what have you seen when you study that tape that gets you excited that this guy could be a franchise passer? Well, he grew from from his first start to his last start. He grew, and that's all you can ask for. <clears throat> There's different routes now that that uh, that these teams go into with what we had in Kansas City last year with Patrick, where you sit for a year, or you go the route where where you get the guy uh, some hands on experience and you get to play for for 12 games in in, in his case. So. Uh, for him, seeing on tape that he was able to grow as a quarterback and then also have Coach Dave Ragone as our quarterback coach be able to kind of tell me how he grew as a person and how he grew in the, in the hallways and in the classroom um, is, is what I'm really looking forward to see, seeing that keep going. You know, So um, it, it's going to be a challenge for him, and we're going to throw a lot on his plate, but he'll, he'll do well with it. You know, going back a few years ago, I thought one of the most interesting – uh, fascinating, colorful guys in the draft was Kevin White. And I interviewed him after the draft. I was so excited about his future. What are the expectations for him? He almost seems like an afterthought now with everything you've added on off. Yeah, so Kevin did come in here with a lot of expectations. That happens when you're a first-round pick. And so uh, anybody that talks to him or even Kevin himself, he'll tell you, you know, hey, this isn't where he wants to be. He wants to be better. So this is a good start. This will be a fresh start for him to be able to come into this offense. We'll keep it simple in regards to just let him play one position and just get rid of all the clutter. Forget the past. Let's come in here with a new start and let's get that confidence back. And and uh, physically, he's very talented. He can do a lot of things. He and looks I, like he's working out like a madman. Yeah, man. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. But uh, that's the best part is you get guys like him that maybe haven't lived up to what they were quote unquote supposed to live up to and he's still young so that's a ch- that's I challenge our coaching staff to get the Kevin Whites of the world to where they need to be and and when that happens now it's a beautiful thing was there a part of you when Andy Reid was quoted late last season that that you are 
maybe the best head coaching candidate he's ever coached. Was it? Was there a part of you that heard that? It was like, whoa, whoa, maybe calm yeah. down there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Could he at least there, been like, Red. that's a lot. Top about, twenty or something would yeah. have been good. It's yeah. like not too much expectation. And, and then, and then my guy Doug goes on and wins the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, you know, it's uh, it's humbling, uh, and and that just goes to show the relationship that Coach and I have. Uh, it'll it'll never never change. Uh, I, I've learned so much from from Coach from the first day I stepped into that building in Philadelphia at the Novacare to to when I left and gave him a big hug and just said thank you uh, when I left Kansas City. And so uh, we'll always stay in contact. We'll always I'll I'll be I'll be uh, calling him and texting him all the time for advice. Uh, he's he's uh, he has he has a, he's a special person and and so for him to say make that comment yeah it's it it means a lot but at the same time uh, I got a ways to go yeah is there is there like a, for people that don't know him like what what is it about Andy Reid maybe that he's inspired I guess for lack of a better word you know so many different people around the league that there's the so many guys around around here yeah. that have been influenced by him well he's a teacher and, and people don't understand that. They see the guy on the sidelines on Sunday, but uh, from Monday to, to Saturday in that building, he's a teacher, and, he's, and he teaches with extreme detail. Uh, and he cares genuinely for everybody in that building. There's a, there's a care and a concern for each of those guys, not just as players but as people. That goes a long way. And you talk to any player that, goes through the, that, that plays on his teams, they realize that this guy really cares for me. Now, he's going to be hard on me at times, and he's going to check me, and he's going to make me accountable – but he's also going to make himself accountable. And, uh, and you saw that last year when we struggled a little bit. For, for a coach to go ahead and pass the play-calling duties on to me, number one, that shows everybody in that building that, that no, he looks at himself first. And he doesn't just say that. And so there's that mutual respect instantly. And then he, he demands that from his coaching staff as well. All right, Matt, here we go. Now it is time for our speed round, our famous speed round. I'm sure you've heard of it before. Eight o'clock delight. You ready? Let's go. Best Michael Jackson song. Thriller. Did they fix the catch rule? Yes. True or false, Blue Moon beer actually tastes like salami juice. False. Would you give up a pinky toe if it guaranteed you a Lombardi trophy in six years? 100%. A thumb? 100%. Wow. The greatest generation, accurate nickname or needlessly braggy? Accurate nickname. Seriously, though, what's up with these kids today? Uh, spoiled. <laughs> Biggie or Tupac? Uh, Biggie. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. More masculine, changing a tire or opening a jar? Tire. Have you ever hitchhiked? Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? Close. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Did the internet make the world a better place? Uh, Yes. Beach volleyball. That seems fun. Love it. Should Barry Bonds be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Sopranos or Mad Men? Sopranos. Best Tom Petty song? Mm. Uh, uh, some American American girl American girl yeah do you wear cologne yes <laughs> last question <laughs> best Steven Seagal movie mm. oh um, I'm, oh. I am the worst with hard to kill is the answer yeah I don't know <laughs> Out of time. There is I'm an answer to that. Sorry, you were doing great there until the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Nagy, best of luck to you this season. The Bears are an exciting team. We're excited to see what happens it. next. And uh, good luck. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Matt. All right, there he is, Matt Nagy. And that was the crazy thing about the conversation. I really, I, I told him, I'm going to put your feet to the fire. And I came out of it still not knowing how to pronounce mm-hmm. the name. I think he might have been trolling. 
<laughs> he's been asked the question so many times that he really? seems well. Yes, it, like, right away people are like, "How do you pronounce this?" Yeah, but everyone and else has moved on except for they us. all have moved on. Right. Yeah. Dan is the yeah. Woodward and the Bernstein <laughs> of this situation. He seems extremely flexible with his surname. Surname, not a normal thing, I think. Abnormal. Very likable. The guy we, we walked him. out of the room and we were like, "Oh, that was fun. What a, what a good talk." I like Neg- I like Negi a lot, and I, I think he's a laid back guy. And I think uh, you know, you get the idea. The fresh start is real in Chicago, and I think he's a he's a breath of fresh air. I mean, even though Roto World is down on John Fox, uh, you know, I think Fox is still like a good dude. Maybe just not the right fit there. But Nagy's like well, that a, was, it's new. That was maybe the one dicey moment of the interview is when uh, Mark mentioned how unwatchable the Bears were last <laughs> Look, year. I think anyone in a little look, <laughs> you were absolutely speaking the truth. But for a second, I you know there was a look on Matt's face that was like, "Where is he going?" Well, also, with this? you brought it back around. You, also, behind you, I me, like I heard a thud. It was the PR guy. Yeah, there. I mean, I what I, I what I was trying to do was show you know you instill hope in this fan base, Mister New Coach, and I think he does. All right, well there you go. So all right, so that was Nagy, and then. We move on now, and uh, we're going to now look at the Indianapolis Colts and Frank Reich, who came in. Frank Reich, a big man. Big dude. NFL quarterback-sized. Quarterback-sized, and we talked to Frank all about, yes, his his heroism in Western New York and uh, his new start in Indy. So let's hear what he had to say. All right, up next, he is a legend in Western New York, and now he's in the hope business in Indianapolis. It's Frank Reich! Frank, how you doing? Welcome to hey. the Around the NFL podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. How are you? Uh, how are you liking this head coach life so far? You know what? It's great. Uh, great to have the opportunity in Indianapolis, where I've coached before, so know the city. Walk into a building where you know uh, know the people in the building. Not many players left from when I was there, um, but excited to get to work. Do you ever, you know, at NFL Network? Obviously, they're playing the old games all the time. And the comeback comes on nonstop. I know you've been asked about it endlessly, but do you ever just sit back, maybe in your living room when that thing's playing, and say, I am the man. I pulled that <laughs> thing off. Like that? <laughs> Historic. I've tried to tell that to my wife, okay. but I'm still trying to, we're still, we're still working on that. No, you know what? I, I really don't think about it too much. And, you know, it's just a question of always keeping your eyes forward. That's one of the great things about this business that, you can appreciate it. And when, and when I see my old teammates, now that is a lot of fun. There you go. That is a blast. Now, when, when you see your old teammates and you get to talking about that for a little bit, but, you know, being in this business uh, where we're at right now, that does not get to happen mm. sometimes as often as you'd like. Well, with like DVRs now, you could just always keep it saved on your TV just in case. And then just whenever you get in trouble, just kind of put it on in the background. Well, people are actually, that's <laughs> Whenever true. you get in trouble? <laughs> I'm just saying, just like, you just put it on and then like the family's walking by and you're like, oh yeah, remember that? Well, I, I I should do that, but people actually are surprised to hear that I still haven't actually ever watched the whole thing wow. start wow. start to finish. That is surprising. Um, you have one in college too, don't you? One of the biggest comebacks in college history. We did have one. We did have one in college in Maryland in '84, so against Miami. But man, that was long, long yeah. time ago now. <laughs> so what about this Colts team? Like, how, how do you feel about? Obviously, the opportunity kind of came out of nowhere. And are you settled into the job? What is what is the thing that you're lo- most looking forward to? With the Colts. You know, in this business, if you're a coach, the thing that you look forward to is working with players. That's what it's all about. It's like, you know, now's great. We're transitioning, you know, getting through, you know, going through combine, draft, all that stuff. 
but really where the building with the excitement and the juice comes into the building is when the players come back into the building because you got to get in the meeting room you got to get out in the field you got to form this this bond this chemistry that that just I get chills even thinking about it about getting together with a group of guys and and wanting to have a common mission hey we're going to turn this thing around we're going to get it right now let's go did you like ever imagine we we were there at the Super Bowl and you know I remember you at the podium and obviously you were you were sky high did, did you ever imagine in that moment that that a few days later you might be leading a team no I didn't <laughs> and I, I mean it was hard to imagine the the winning of the game was it, it was I always thought it would be great you know hadn't been there five times previously and lost four as a player and one as a coach you always wonder what that's going to be like if you get to experience it. And I always thought, hey, I'm a guy. I got a pretty good head on my shoulders. I know this is my aspiration. This is what I'm fighting for every day in this business to get that, you know, ring and so on and so forth. But I'll kind of keep it cool. I mean, I lost my cool completely. When we won that game. <laughs> I was literally running around the field screaming and yelling my head off. It was a tremendous experience. And then to follow that up, you know, with getting an opportunity to come be the head coach with the Colts was uh, was about as good as it could get. And now you're here, flying high. Yeah, with us, we won the uh, Class C Division co-ed softball title in the city of Los Angeles. Back to back, actually, no big deal. But um, so we, I know, and we know that feeling. It's sky high. It's yeah. there's a parallel. There's no, well, yeah. no, that's what we do all know. That's what makes. That's why people love sports because right. I don't care. I mean, I one things at different levels too and it is literally the same feeling it just sometimes hmm. is on a bigger scale but we all can relate yeah we're all the same <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, this is great <laughs> i was walking around calling everybody champion for a while after that I, it's exactly how you feel I, I totally get it we uh you know on our podcast we we bet sandwiches sometimes on various football scenarios no and they're not bets Wager. Proposition. I'm constantly corrected on this. <laughs> yes. But I, before the Super Bowl, I said that we would come out of that game with a, a play with a title attached to it that would be bigger than the helmet catch. Now, these guys tell me that the Philly special did not get the job done, that it was not bigger oh, than the well, helmet catch. with the language. Now, hold on. Wasn't that it didn't get so, the job done? How about, <laughs> how, about you, job done. how about you give us the final answer here? Was it bigger wow. as, the, Wait, as the big as the helmet catch? The guy who designed the play? I, <laughs> fair person Great to weigh independent in. arbiter, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, yeah. we do need an answer. Though. I mean, you know, the Philly, I mean, the, the Philly special, I, I granted the helmet catch is, is certainly – a worthy contender and and it was, uh, an ultimate play in Super Bowl history, obviously. But I think the Philly special on a fourth and one, you know, on the goal line right there, it was just the, and the just how the trickery to it, I think, takes it to another level. And having the guts for you know Doug having the guts to call the play right then and there, I think that's what takes it over the case top. closed podcast. All over. right, well, it's been settled. Um, <laughs> I'm, one thing I'm nervous about with the Colts and a lot of people are Andrew Luck. Okay. Everything else seems to make sense that the Indies on the rise, but we still don't have any real idea, at least the football cognoscenti, as I call, don't really know if he's going to be on the field. Like, how confident are you week one, Andrew Luck is your quarterback? I mean, I'm confident, but here's the thing. It, it does me no good to try to play that game and try to say, what does it matter? I mean, in this business, you learn that you just grind it out each day and you coach the guys that are there. You're hopeful that he's going to be there. You plan that he's going to be there. All the rehab is going, you know, checking off all the boxes. Yep, we hit that stage, stage one, stage two, stage three. It's all been good, but, you know, we'll just have to keep progressing down that road. But you, have you imagined kind of, I'm sure you have, but gotten excited thinking about Andrew Luck, obviously seeing his old 
film about how he's going to be in in your offense. Oh my! I can, I can barely contain the excitement. I'm not going to lie, um, because you know a couple years ago, just watching him play, coming out, and you just know this guy is an elite in every sense of the word, um, in every aspect that you, all the skills and and talent and mental capabilities that you need and the physical traits that you need, he's got them all, and so uh, and this and then he's got this this team first spirit. And I always think that the guys, when you get an elite player, who's really a team first player, that's really where you, that can take your organization, your team to another level. And I think he has all those. I, uh, full disclosure, Jets fan my whole life. So in the early nineties, maybe didn't like you as much. Now I like you a lot <laughs> because now I've grown up and I've matured. Um, obviously you a have big, <laughs> a little bit, big trade, big trade between the Jets and Colts. Uh, to me, it seemed like a trade that works for everyone. And then I'm thinking to myself, if, if I'm the Colts, uh, that you guys would be in position to maybe acquire more draft capital because this is such a quarterback-hungry draft. You guys, you're, you're not sure you're picking at six, are you? Well, I mean, I, that's what to be determined, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I think, you know, Chris Boward has done a great job of, of really setting the lead and setting the tone and what, what we're going to do there as an organization. And it's been fun to talk about it with them, you know, and, and what are the plans. And because we do have a quarterback that we believe in and, and obviously believe is going to be ready to go, um, we're, we're, I'm thrilled the fact that there's four quarterbacks who are, who are highly touted coming out this year. And I hope, I hope they go one, two, three, four. That'd be, right. that'd be great mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives us the opportunity to look at scenarios where normally, you know, trading, trading back three to six, where if you're thinking it's all quarterbacks and we don't need one, then you're really do the math. You're you really don't have the sixth pick. You really have the you know in the same so on. So that might be able to put you in a scenario where you can think about going back one more time. But I, I think at the end of the day, you know, Chris will pull the trigger if and if he thinks it's best for the organization. All right, now's the time. This is the crucible right here. Speed round, eight o'clock delight. You ready, Frank? Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Michael Jackson. Tom Brady, you buying this? His career. Just buying it. Everything. Are you in? Are you in on Tom Brady? I'm in. I All think right. he's in. Most embarrassing CD or album in your possession? Most embarrassing album? Yeah, like CD, music. Oh, CD. I didn't yeah. hear that part. Oh, man. Uh, pass. pass. Worst way to lose a Super Bowl, chip shot, field goal miss, or catch rule shenanigans? Catch rule shenanigans. Did they fix the catch rule or in the proposed rule? We'll see. <laughs> uh, why aren't there more good football movies? Weird, right? It is weird. Yeah. <laughs> did, did the internet make the world better or worse? Better. Beach volleyball. That seems fun. Yeah, I'm into it. Jerry Maguire, <laughs> sports movie or chick flick? <laughs> chick flick. Are we allowed to say chick flick anymore? Uh, yes. I don't know. <laughs> is there intelligent life beyond this planet? Yes. Do you believe in the concept Ooh. of alien abduction? No. Is it time to move on from the Gatorade bath? It's had its run. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> Least deserving best picture winner, Crash or Shakespeare in Love? Crash. <laughs> 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 Last show you binge watched? Oh, I, I don't. I'm not a binge watcher. I'm a coach. I don't. I can't binge watch. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Well, there you go. Finish strong. Isn't that a you little finish with the right I, answer? I, I, I don't think I got about a C grade on that. <laughs> That's on that why test I called the right answer. Yeah, it is Please. a crucible. I'm uh, not so good at that. I thought you did great, Frank, and uh, we're very excited to see what happens next with the Colts, hopefully with your quarterback behind center and healthy, because it'll be a lot of fun to see Frank Reich and Andrew Luck working together. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Frank. Frank. Thanks. Right. So there you go. Frank Reich. 
So even though he told us that he doesn't watch that comeback victory, Mark has privately assured us that, that Frank Reich is sitting at home watching it. I you mean, should, the Mark's tone when we were talking about it right after the news, like, oh, it's definitely a fact that he watches it. I, I just think it would have been <laughs> number like, one. Whoa. That wasn't his last runaround with the Bills. Your job after a game, a playoff game, is to sit down and review <laughs> all tape. I don't. I think I just would imagine that that he has watched it, but but he told us he hadn't. So I must take him at his word, I guess. Well, you did. Why would I? Why should I be <laughs> well, sitting here saying he didn't? Well, we should. You seem very confident that I he was lying. Forget to us. what I said. So we shouldn't take you at your word from two hours ago. Uh no. You can see how we're in a difficult situation. You, uh, yeah, and you and to put that on the public airwaves helps. I'm sure. Hopefully, the Bills PR will be zoning in on this. And and the other thing about Reich, straight shooter. Football coach all the way. Yeah. Um, the look that Frank gave me when I asked him the Tom Brady question in the speed round, I've never seen a man look through me like that. It was he was processing. I what, love Tom I Brady. Tom I, Brady. I, I you know. You buying? That was the closest I've ever been to throwing a life raft to somebody in an interview. <laughs> he needed it. <laughs> so Frank right there with the Colts, and uh, he did. If any future coaches, you know, on, on tomorrow's show are listening, you know, yeah, you're buying Tom Brady. That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> Absolutely. And he did. I asked the, the, the Andrew Luck question. He's answering the same way the Colts have been answering forever. Nobody can say with absolute clarity he's our quarterback. So he. But they're all excited to work with him. Yeah. Everyone's excited to work with Andrew Luck. We just don't know if he will be working with us. There's, yeah. There's definitely a party line on that quarterback situation, and it doesn't seem like it's going to change. I, I do think, though. Even though there was a time when Colts fans thought we're getting Josh McDaniels, I really continue to think this might be a blessing in disguise. Frank Reich, maybe he didn't know how to answer his favorite CD or record, or whatever, but he is Not a Game all of Thrones in on football. The guy is like, he he's so excited to coach and coach players. I really think Frank Reich is going to surprise Colts fans. Are you calling him a lifer, Mark? He is that though. Like all these coaches, come on! I know you're making fun of that, but it's like, <laughs> it's like he he is he's a football speak football coach speak machine, but he's sort of I buy it with him. All right, good. I, don't I will, think it's... I'm done talking. Go. <laughs> I, I would say that it's not even coach speak. That's who. That's the yeah, life. That's who he that's is. The I just life think he that's leads. who he's yeah. always sort of been. He's 100 percent football. There's like 14 pools, by the way, on this giant resort, which basically covers a. A county, like a or a, a small city, is the size of these grounds, and none of us brought the speedos. No speedos in a, in a suitcase. What a missed opportunity! I did sit out by the pool though yesterday. R- shirt off? Uh, no, I did not. What did you witness? Take my shirt off. I brought trunks. It was some spring. It was you know a mix of families, <laughs> and there was some spring break. There was like a lazy river with people going down it. Some beers. I mean, it was it was rocking. What would it take for me to see you with your shirt off this weekend? This weekend? Yeah. This is to Greg, by the way. 20 bucks? Oh, yeah. Open okay. question to anybody here. Money. Uh, oh, 20 bucks. I'll do it for free. 10. During this yeah, trip. Yeah, I mean, I'd, bucks. I'd pay you to see me without my shirt on. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, all right. Moving on. That was very interesting. Uh, I'm trying to up the ante from Wes. He went free. I mean, I got to make it a better deal than Wes. So. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. Moving on. Finally. Our final guest on today's show. And again, a reminder, more coming tomorrow, including uh, our boy Andy Reid, one of the top uh, coaches in the game, entering his 20th season as a head coach. That's crazy. But first, a man who was once an offense coordinator in the Peyton Manning heyday. He then leveraged that move, that gig, into the head coaching job for the Miami Dolphins. He's entering his third year 
under potentially difficult circumstances, we talked uh, to Adam Gase about the plan ahead and the challenge ahead for his Miami Dolphins. All right, up next, in hotel suite. All right, it's just a regular room. 105, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. See, we're very honest with our audience, Adam. So right off the bat, you should feel comfortable. Uh, the head coach <laughs> of the Miami Dolphins, Adam Gase. Um, what am I at a club? Yeah, yeah very, Adam making a very quizzical face. We thought, what what says Adam Gase? This not, song not right this. here. Not <laughs> this. House music struck out. Um, yeah, obviously in Miami, the nightlife. Worried about that in yeah, general? We're, we're, Is it like something? We're, we're more in Davie, Fort Lauderdale Ooh, area. That's true. Not quite South Beach. Right, but so do you, you ever maybe get into all. a disguise? Maybe head out to one of the clubs just to see what the youth are up to, like no. in Miami? No, no. <laughs> I thought maybe it would not be. Not, not, not a good scene for me. Weird. Okay. You've got a family. Like, You've yeah. got a family. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, was... so Adam Gase is with us. Third year with the Dolphins. And uh, is this the year that Tom Brady goes away and some other team in the <laughs> AFC East rises up? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, watching Tom Brady for as long, you know, I mean, I think we graduated the same year. Wow. In college. Oh, wow. So... You know, he was. We were both seniors the same, you know, same year, and you know, obviously he gets drafted, and I went to go work at LSU, and just watching him over the years, it's unbelievable, and he just he gets better and better. It's 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 awesome to watch when you're not playing him. Yeah. You know, when you're playing him, you know, you try to do everything you can to to disrupt him. It just doesn't always work. One thing I've wondered: this you're entering your third year now as a head coach. Like, what is the difference emotionally? between being a coordinator and being a head coach? That's a, that's a good question. I guess I never, I never thought of that. Because you're, you're a guy, I think, that sometimes you, you like to wear your emotions, you wear your emotions on your sleeves. Yeah, that sometimes. You, you try to hide it, it's hard to. Feel free to go nuts on Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like, think that's a bad thing. Like that's no, coaches, no. that's coaches throughout NFL history. That's that. almost more the norm, but now yeah. it's sort of more the the trend that coaches keep it under wraps. But a lot of great coaches in history wear their emotions on their sleeves. I think a lot of the times you're, you know, if something good or bad happens, you're trying not to be over the top, you know, either way because you know there's a long way to go, and especially in this league, everything comes down to the last five minutes of the game. So you just can't get too high, too low. You try to stay even keel. It's tough though because you you sometimes you really want to go one way or the other. But you you know your players are trying to do the same thing. They're trying to make sure that they stay you know even level to to where they can keep, keep competing through the whole game. And when you were, I mean, you were a coordinator. You famously were texting Peyton Manning late at night. I'd love to know more about. Uh, like those conversations, <laughs> what went on there. But as a head coach, kind of are you? Yeah. Emoji game. I was like, when will this, this will end at some point? My, my Yahoo account deleted almost all my there you go. all my there you go. voice memos that I had saved. But as a head coach, do you really keep one-on-one touch with the players during the season that way with mm. that sort of intimacy? I, I th- Inti- really, intimacy really, may not be really the word, it's, but it's. <laughs> it, it's different for every every player. It depends what position you are. You know, when you're going during the season. You know, our hours are different. When we're with the players, you know, we're working with them, whether it be installing practice, watching tape. And, you know, when you, you know, myself or, or the coaches on the staff, 
when you have a chance to actually watch film on your own, then all of a sudden you might see something you want to remind one of your players you don't want to forget. Right. And it's so easy to be able to text a guy and say, like, hey, just remember, hey, take a look at this play or, hey, what do you think of this? And just get their opinion because those are the guys that are doing it. Mm-hmm. And I love when I get great feedback of, oh, I love that idea or I don't know if that's for me. I mean, at least you know you want him to you want to put the guys in the best position possible. That that might be getting an edge on Belichick. I don't know if he's texting his players. You know, you never you can know. Use technology to your you never advantage. Know. He's not going to tell you. So I mean, he might be. <laughs> what does he call it? My face. Yeah, he always face he always face or yeah. <laughs> when you uh, when you first get your head coaching job, it takes a while to kind of put your stamp on the team. Now that we're in year three, what would you say is the identity of like the Adam Gase Dolphins? <sighs> that's a that's a tough question. Hopefully we're we're developing the kind of team that you know figures out the the right way to win the game for that week and being able to you know it's tough to explain as far as what we're exactly looking to be because we've changed a lot of our personnel and you know every week is so different you're playing all these these different styles of teams and and you have to be able to morph into what you need to to win that game and hopefully our players are, are really doing a better job this year than what we did last year. That's kind of like what Belichick does. Everyone always says he adjusts his game plan to that specific opponent more than most coaches do. I, I think a lot of my, you know, beginning of my career was Nick Saban. I think Mike Martz had a big impact on me. And then you look mm-hmm. at it, I think Josh McDaniels had a big impact on me. And, you know, two of those guys are, you yeah. know, from that, from that tree that, that has allowed me to kind of learn from the, you know their experiences. And, and you had, didn't have your starting quarter. You've been there two years, and you didn't have your starting quarterback for for one of those two years. Yeah, I think we got thirty three games in. He's played thirteen, so you know it'll be great to get him back. You know, not that I kept track of, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just seeing him around and, and rehabbing, and you know, seeing his intensity, you can tell he's ready to go. I think last year was tough for him, but he did a great job trying to help guys as much as he could and. You know, he he let Jay be the quarterback. He did a good job of kind of taking a step back, but I could tell it was killing him that he couldn't be out there. How like well, how was the decision making process of like, okay, he wasn't there all of last year, but hey, this is you know our guy because right now he is you know the quarterback for the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think we we really had much discussion. We all, we knew that he was going to be our guy. We felt like we had made really big strides the year before. Where if he stayed healthy, I'm not really sure how much better we would have got. I mean, he was really. That Arizona game was one of his best games of the year, and unfortunately, he got hurt. And you know, we were we were looking forward to see what happened. Do you think we've seen the last of Jay Cutler? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. Did it seem like he still had the fire in the belly after the season? I, you know, I I don't know if I really talked to him about him. Yeah. About that, you know, I just, that's a that's a tough conversation to have with somebody. It's yeah. not not as easy as everybody thinks. Where you just you know, walk up to somebody like, "Hey, you retiring?" Like, yeah, that's not that's not, not easy. I, well, how about this? Do you think he'd be a good announcer? Mm. I think he would be very cutting. I think he would, <laughs> he, he would be very honest. That's it. I that would sound... not want to be a play caller with him announcing a game because he would absolutely <laughs> annihilate. You don't think he would trait. be easier on you though? No, after I think, your he, would, I think he would kill me. But don't you think that makes a good announcer though? Oh yeah, I think yeah. it would be it would be hilarious to watch if you're not the person. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not kinda, on the other. You're kind of the announcer whisperer, maybe because Peyton Manning getting in the mix potentially for these jobs. You could have Peyton on one network, Jay Cutler. Yeah, this you is know, all next, bad. All your guys. This is all bad for me because this would be their opportunity to be like, okay, I remember this and I didn't like, and let's make sure that we we handled this the right way. 
How is it uh, going to change your defense not having Indomitian Sue there? Well, I, I mean, we're still going to have the same style. You know, Matt's going to stick with our, you know, we're going to stay with our wide nine and we're going to be an attacking front. And, you know, we like some of our, our young players that a lot of people probably don't really know that we're looking forward to to getting more, you know, get more reps. And, and we got to see what else we're going to add to the to the mix here between the end of free agency and the draft. So we'll kind of see how that plays out inside. But I, I like our defensive ends right now. We're, we're pretty deep there and adding Robert Quinn. We got William Hayes back. I'm, I'm liking our pass rush and Charles Harris coming up and Cam Wake still, you know, doing his thing. At, at, it's unbelievable to, to watch this guy work day in and day out and play on Sundays because, you know, he's defying age. Yeah. yeah. As a coach, like, what is your part of the process there? Because Ndamukong Tsu is a guy who's still playing very well for you. So as a coach, like, is it is it kind of hard for you to be part of a decision that's gonna, that's saying, hey, we're saying goodbye to a player who is, who is playing well? Yeah, I mean, the whole process of all this is it's not easy, especially, you know, this day and age you have there's a different relationship there. I think it's not so much here's who's in charge and like this this hierarchy. I think, you know, players and coaches and everybody's kind of in it together. And it's when somebody leaves, it's tough. I mean, it's tough for everybody. You know, I'm you know, when we when Mike Pouncey gets released that's, that's not easy to go through that's it's, it's horrible because that's somebody that this organization has been with you know for a long period of time he's been here this is what he knows and he's all he's been trying to do is help this organization win he's given everything he's had you know he has to it and you know when that time comes and we we end up doing that that's a that's a that's a brutal phone call to to have to to make and have that conversation. All right, Adam, it's time for our iconic speed round game. It's called Eight O'clock Delight. It's the crucible of this interview. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, Lindsay. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Biggie or Tupac? Ooh, Tupac. Friends or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. <laughs> True or false? Game of Thrones is actually stupid. I don't even know what Game of Thrones is. Interesting. <laughs> Greatest SNL cast member of all time. Ooh. Chris Farley. That's a good one. Uh, when's the last time you took a nice, relaxing bath? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Most overrated uh, planet? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Pass. Favorite animal? Pass again. Come on, dolphin at least. You know. Team of Tom and T. Um... Are you a fan of the arts and crafts? No. Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Meryl Streep, maybe a bit overrated? No idea. <laughs> One NFL coach, past or present, who scares you? Uh, Bill Cowher. Mm -hmm. Would you give up a pinky toe if it guaranteed you a Lombardi trophy in six years? 100%. A thumb? <laughs> yes. A leg? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> leg. First guy to go leg. Can the coolest guy on the team be the kicker? No. <laughs> Do you wear cologne? No. Best Tom Petty song? Ooh. Mary Jane. Ooh, he gets it uh, in right under the gun. Right under the gun. Well done. Beautifully done. And that's a great song. Uh, I know, but I, 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 there's probably better ones. That was the first one that popped in my head. Yeah, that little late Multiple period Multiple coaches petty. couldn't even pull, pull one out of their head, so you did a great job. I think uh, you're winning. Yeah, I go. think, uh, was it Matt Nagy said American Girl. Mm. So the, yeah. all, all good options. Uh, Adam Gates, best of luck. We know what big birthday is coming up to. We don't have to bring it up, but it is ha it's happening, and that's part of life. You just can't stop time. 
So happy 40th later this month. Wow. Yeah, it was almost it was almost going to be dinner with Baker Mayfield on my 40th birthday. Can you imagine that? In Norman, Oklahoma. But we were able to move it up. So. That would be romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he would enjoy it. Like, bring out the cake. Well, that's interesting. What are you what were you gonna guys gonna talk about? I'm, I'm curious. No, well, we were we were gonna do his workout then. And we had to move we moved some things around, so we were able to get that out of the way already. They're just big, like, Korean barbecue fans. And That's wanted, it. Wanted yeah. to get out. Had nothing to do with football. <laughs> All right, there you go. Adam Gase, best of luck this year. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Adam. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I thought, and Gase, I thought he was a very nice guy, interesting guy, and down to earth. But did any of you guys sense the idea that he understands that he's up against it a little bit right now with some of these roster mm. moves and... Uh, the direction of the franchise, a, a quarterback coming off an injury, uh, being in year three and kind of having to start over because he lost last year with Tannehill's injury. I feel like y- you could sense that Gase knows the pressure's on in year three. Hmm. Well, I think so. Dolphins fans agree with you. Yeah, I think when I asked him about the identity and he couldn't really give us an identity after two years, but a lot goes into that. You know, releasing Sue, trading Landry, these guys that he wanted to build around. And, you know, maybe he doesn't want to get rid of them, but the organization does. So that's a challenge that maybe we don't see uh, when we're sitting in the podcast studio that he has to deal with. Um, but, yeah, like to me, he seems like a guy who three years into the job isn't sure what they are yet. Well, I, I really – I think that just might be his nature, though. Every These are just different people, and they have different kind of personality types. And I think he's the type, even if things were going really well, might give off that – you know, that sort of – I like that about him, that he wears kind of emotions on his sleeve. He even sort of did it here. Like, you could see, depending on the question, how, how he's interpreting it. If you ask him about it. Game of Thrones, he's going to give you a look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I like that. I, I came away from it – I don't know. I, he's an intriguing intriguing NFL personality, and it is a, it is a challenging situation. They haven't, they haven't had sustained su- success there for a long time, and he knows that, but – I give him a chance. Come on. The nugget that well, I I'm thought not was saying, interesting. You're saying I, I'm no. not giving him a chance. I'm just saying I look in the man's eyes and you get in the room and it's a little different when you're actually talking to him and you're asking the questions that it's not easy. If you're the head coach of the Dolphins and the organization, the moves they're making right now, it's hard to say they're going necessarily in a forward direction. At best, maybe they're going sideways. I I, could, I I sense that he understands that it's a it's a tough situation. Yeah, I think the, I think he and you have to be the coach coming out and not throwing people under the bus, but trying to back what the right. committee of people have agreed to do. And he may not have gotten his way on all those decisions. It was interesting the nugget at the end where he talked about potentially spending his 40th birthday with Baker Mayfield because the one thing that could change everything for the Dolphins and I it's not an anti Tannehill take, but someone like a Baker Mayfield if he proves to be as exciting a pro player as he was a college player, could take the Dolphins, who have been a somewhat dull team to watch, in my opinion, and completely change the way they are on offense. They're, they're kind cha- of a sleeper. They're a bit of a sleeper in the first round in this quarterback conversation, but that makes a lot of sense in the world. They've been waiting for five years for Tannehill to take off. Now he's got the, the knee issue, um, so we'll see what happens. All right. By the way, a message from our sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace is all in today. Ready to start your new business? Make it stand out with Squarespace with beautiful templates created by world-class... Windmills? Designers. Squarespace makes it easy. Makes is easy. I mean, guys, 
we got to make an adjustment to the copy here to turn your idea into a new and unique website, showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. Greg, where do you stand on Wes and Mark getting on your corner? Fill in the mm. blank. I like it. You like it? Yeah. You're open to it. Spread You're the passing the, the torch, if you I will. think we should all be involved. It's fun. Windmills and Skeletor's mother, thumbs up. They came through in a big way. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products, and it's all optimized for mobile right out of the freaking box. Destiny is calling. Pay attention, Wes. It says you need a new <laughs> website. Make it with Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com mm. for a free trial. Remember Mr. Destiny? The is other Belushi brother? Jim Belushi vehicle? No, it's a uh, vehicle. Who's the other Belushi brother? It's Jim, right? Oh, there was yeah. no Jim was the SNL star. Wasn't yeah, Ronnie. That's oh, Ronnie. No, you're thinking of John. John Belushi. is the John, oh, John is, is the icon. Is the uber talented let's, one. Let's work on this. Offline. It's like which one of the Belushi's is an icon, not Jim. <laughs> Dan goes with Jim. <laughs> anyway, Zark stands by you. Uh, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code AROUND to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com offer code AROUND. Okay, as we said, uh, next the uh, next time you hear from us uh, will be Tuesday, and we're going to have oh a lot of good guests. We had a couple of new guests, actually. General manager of the surging Los Angeles Rams, Les Sneed. I feel like Les would be into it, actually. He's on the, the LA scene. He's he's mere miles away from the downtown rave. Yes, you know scenario. I could see it. Yeah, we we'll talk to Andy Reid. We'll talk to uh, a Khan family member connected to the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about that? So Tony Khan. That's Tony. I was maybe te- maybe it's the owner, but Tony. We're happy to have Tony as well. Aga Khan, John Harbaugh, another famous fan. John Harbaugh, a Super Bowl winning these coach. All, all these people went on Tuesday, but we'll, we'll be rolling these out the rest of the week. Yeah, so we're very excited. And, of course, as I said earlier, Rap Sheet will come and do the news with us. So a lot of fun. We're happy to be here. Mark's itching, itching to get by that pool, rip that shirt off. He said, listen, I worked hard for this body. I've given up meats for a reason. for my body. Not working so hard of late, but I, I I will get back on that. <laughs> All right, so there you go. This is Deadheads uh, signing off for a quiet storm. The mailman, the old boss, and Lindsay Fulton behind the glass. Oh my goodness, we're in paradise. It's Orlando, baby. Till Tuesday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.